Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. We're talking blues hockey. It's the Joey Vitale Report on 101 ESPN. Brought to you by The Electrical Connection. When you need quality electrical work for your home or business, visit electricalconnection.org. Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line for our favorite time of the week. It is our opportunity to talk with Blues analyst for 101 ESPN. He is Joey Vitale joining Joey, us here on the Joey, show. Joey, 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 Joe, what's going on, man? How you doing today, dude? Favorite time of the week. That's 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 pretty. That's a big statement there, PK. I appreciate it, man. You always make me feel good. Hey, this is this is the best time that we have, and normally we get to talk about positive things, and uh, well, we'll do that eventually today. What happened last night, Joey? We're going to keep it positive. We're going to keep it positive today. So we're not even going to talk about the game last night. We're just going to do the old, you know, you know, you know it's funny, BK. When I was cleaning uh, my house when I was a kid, <laughs> this, 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 is a true, this is a true story, and I guarantee you someone out there has done this, maybe not as an adult, but as a kid. So my, my job, you know, I have a big family, one of six. My mom, dad, the house is always a disaster. We always had to clean the house up. My mom would come, oh, my God, look at the house. Dad's like, you're living in a barn. We're living in a, the best best Western or something. You know, this isn't, this isn't a, a farm where we clean up after you clean up. So they would always get on us. So I would always have the job to clean the floor. And I remember sweeping the floor. We had a big kitchen. Like I said, family of eight. We had a pretty, pretty good-sized kitchen because that's kind of where we always were. I always sleep, sweep in the kitchen when I was like six to like ten. I don't know why I did this, but I always would soup into a big pile, and I was too lazy to get a like, get a uh, one of those dust pans kind of thing to sweep it up. So I could never find it because again, things were always lost in our house, family of eight. So instead of finding like an envelope or something to kind of clean up the dust with the broom, I swear to you, I would lift up the floor vent, and I would just sweep oh! everything <laughs> no! into the air vent. Swear to God, this is a true story, and I, I kid you not, I have memories of sitting down at the table. The air coming on and all of a sudden, like dust and like Legos would shoot out of the bed. So my point is, let's just do that to the game last night. Just sweep it into the air vents and hope it just blows up in your face the next time you're not paying attention. The problem with doing it that way, Joey, is like it comes back to hit you in the face. (laughs) Or it gets in your lungs. But not today, maybe tomorrow. You know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> well, Joe, let me let me spin this in a positive direction then for you. We've talked a lot about the coaching staff and Craig Berube and his skill set with this team. Steve Ott being the great communicator that he is. Jim Montgomery, Mike Van Rhyme. 
how do you think they have to try and spin this message for these guys if you're Craig Berube, because you've said everything that needs to be said. Is there anything else he can say, or is there anything else Steve Ott can say to these guys? You know, to me, to me, BK and Alex, uh, how do you motivate this team? And, and, and I, I shouldn't use the word motivate because these are adults. I don't think they need any motivation. These are professional athletes, of course, and any, any uh, hoorah and, and screaming and, and shouting. To me, it was, it's never worked at this level because, again, you're, you're dealing with adults. Like you can get away with motivating kids. You can get a day with uh, get away, excuse me, with motivating college athletes. But but there comes a level when you when you reach that level uh, of your professionalism in the National Hockey League. I mean, you're looking around. You have you have 34 year old men that have three or four kids. I mean, these these are adults here, and they do not need to have any kind of motivation. If if they need to be motivated, they'll never be in that league. So you know, the coaches obviously have to be very careful about how they approach this thing. Uh, Craig Berube, although I think he would love to rip somebody's head off and love to go after somebody, he knows that's not the proper way. He's, he's been in this league a long time. He's a seasoned coach. He remembers what it's like to be a player. So he remembers what it's like to coach a player. So I think that's really important to, to, to understand. You know, what needs to be done? To me, I think it really just comes down to the communication that, guys, it's been a long year. It's been a crazy roller coaster dating back to a year from basically today, a little over a year. This is what we're looking at. We're about two points out of a playoff spot right now. We have a hell of a month of April hockey coming up. We are playing almost every other day, and we're going up against Colorado. We're going up against the Vegas Golden Knights and, then of course, the Minnesota Wild, three teams that are playing some terrific, terrific hockey, the majority of your final 30 against those type of teams. Right now, this is the situation. We're on the road. It's been miserable. We sat in L.A. in the rain. It looked just like it looked here in St. Louis, rainy, no sun, for three straight days in the hotel, all cooped up, can't do anything. This is the last push of a road trip. This is it. You have a 12-day road trip. You're already four days into it right now. I know it's exhausting. I know you're tired. I know everyone is mentally, psychologically just worn and torn. Let's get through this road trip. Can we find it in ourselves to go to San Jose in a back-to-back? Two games we should win. We should get four points out of this weekend. Let's take it one step at a time, and let's start scratching and clawing at this road trip. Focus on this road trip starting with this weekend, one game at a time. But if you do that, to me, that'll give you the energy to get through this road trip. And then after that, guys, we have a lot of home games. A lot of these players are going to be back at home. Now, I know it hasn't been that favorable from a record standpoint at home, but these players are going to start feeling better. They're going to start doing good. I mean, look at that Vegas series. You come on from, and come back from an 11-game road trip. You're home for three days. Kiss your wife and your kids hello really quickly, and then boom, you're right back for another 12-day road trip. To me, that doesn't really count. I think some sustained home pressure would be really, really nice for the St. Louis Blues. So to me, it's all about getting through this road trip and getting to your players, getting their minds just ready for this next three to four games on the road before you come back to the Enterprise Center and hopefully do some business here. Joey Vitale joining us here on 101 ESPN. Joey, the other thing is it, they're finally starting to get healthy. You saw Tyler Bozak back out on the ice last night, and I know that game didn't go the way that they wanted it to, but, man, it was great to see him, and he, he looked pretty solid overall. It sounds like Jaden Schwartz likely going to be back in the lineup on Friday at some point here in the not-too-distant future. It sounds like Robert Thomas is getting closer how much of a spark do you think that can give this team as well? Just finally seeing the guys on the ice that they thought were going to be there all season. I think it's going to be a big push. And, and not only for what's going to happen on the ice, I think that's, I mean, that's just a given, right? Robert Thomas and what he's going to do in the middle of the ice, as far as moving his feet and his creativity, Jaden Schwartz, 
Uh, I've said this since the beginning of when I started broadcasting a few years ago after watching a lot of hockey playing against James Schwartz and this Blues team. There is not a player on that team, including Ryan O'Reilly and Jordan Bennington. There's not a player on that team to me that could have more of an impact individually, who can individually turn a game like Jaden Schwartz can. I mean, look what happened in 2019, that playoff run. He had a bit of a slow year in, in far as point-wise, just was just snake-bitten, kept hitting posts, kept shooting wide, just terrible luck. He gets to the playoffs and he explodes, and of course the Blues win the Stanley Cup. To me, this is a player that individually more than any other player on the team can really turn a game on, on his head. And I think that that's what's going to be a huge advantage here for Jaden Schwartz. But to put all that aside, put all that on-ice stuff aside, it's the personalities, guys. It's the personalities. Listen, Dakota Josh and Mackenzie McEachern, they've been great additions. But listen, they're kind of quieter, younger players. They're kind of milling around the locker room. When you have a player like Jaden Schwartz show back up, the personality larger than life. You know, he's so funny. He's into the tunes. He's, he's, he's uh, nipping at Bortuzzo about the DJ music and what we're going to be playing. He walks into the building. Everyone just gets a, a, a revamp of energy. So from a personality standpoint, from the energy standpoint, a locker room, practice days, picking up the pace, picking up the speed and drills. This is where you really miss those kind of guys like Jaden Schwartz. And it's going to be a huge advantage to have him back. Hopefully, like, uh, like I said, we said, we're thinking Friday, which is tomorrow. So hopefully he'll be back for the San Jose series. Hey, Joe, is there anything specific in terms of in the locker room that can be said to get guys fired up in the first period? Because that seems to be the area that has plagued this team the most. Like you mentioned a little bit ago, how there's really nothing else you can do to motivate these guys. But what has to happen to come out of those gates swinging rather than the slow starts we've seen? I think you have to micromanage the game and like break the game down. So instead of looking at, let's, let's just take tomorrow's night's game in San Jose, for example, instead of looking at the game um, like a 60-minute game and how do we get through 60 minutes, how do we put three periods together, uh, I know it's cliche, but it, it really, if you break it down, the best coaches and the best teams and the best players and the best leaders have always kind of broken it down to me in those first 10-minute 10, 10 segments. When I was in Pittsburgh, uh, Dan Bilesma had a thing where we're just focused on the first 10 minutes. Let's get to that second TV timeout. And then there, he always kind of brought us in to reevaluate where we were. So it's simply that. Just give yourself a fighting chance in the first 10 minutes. And what the Blues have done a little bit bad lately has they haven't really allowed themselves to have a first good 10 minutes of a game. I mean, Billy Huso, his record as far as our, our, the stat, rather, of letting goals in on that first shot, it's kind of mind-numbing. I mean, Jordan Bennington left up one last night and then two. And then it's not all, all in the goaltenders, right? I mean, it's on this team in front of them because they were a little bit lax in front of Jordan Bennington and Billy Huso throughout those stretches. But throughout the first 10 minutes of the game, you're kind of looking up at the scoreboard for better or worse over the last stretch of 20 games. You look it up there, and we're, and we're having to chase. You're having to chase the game, and that's exhausting. You have to put out your, your top three lines. You can't really go down to that fourth line. Why? Because you need a goal. So to me, if you want to run four lines and you want to be that kind of wave after wave, uh, snarly hockey that Craig Louie's trying to get after, you can only really do it whether you're tied or when you have the lead. So instead of looking at this thing like 60 minutes or possibly overtime heading into the game, guys, look, let's get together here. Let's focus on those first 10 minutes. Let's get to that second TV timeout, and let's reevaluate where we're at. But let's give ourselves a chance. Go out there and play with on your toes. Play with the jump. Play with the jam. Get grizzly. Get snarly. Get in front of the net. Bump a body. Maybe get in a fight. Who knows? You know, drive the goaltender. If it's Devin Dubnik tomorrow night, spear him to the back of the net. If he covers that puck, bam. Get in there and kind of create a little bit of chaos. Just kind of give yourself a little bit of chance. And you look up at 10 minutes, and maybe you're tied. Maybe you got the lead, and then you have something to work with. But, you know, I think a lot of times they can look at these games as a whole, and it can be very overwhelming, especially in a season like this. Joey, final question that I've got for you. We got a text. Uh, the Air Comfort Service text line is 65780 from the 314. Hey, guys, you've got to ask Joey Vitale about the jelly shot 
out of <laughs> Kerber's belly button. <laughs> Um, what was that about? Well, I, I don't remember that. I guess don't I, deny it, I Joe Vitale. Ask about is it a jelly shot or a jello shot? Those are two very listen, different things. Listen, sometimes I say things I don't remember, and I kind of black out. Listen, I black out. I black out during the game. What, what, what do you want me to say? Uh, a, lot, a lot of things are coming at me quickly, uh, but no. Last night, I was excited about Tyler Bozak in the lineup. Last night, the Blues desperately needed a win. We were excited. We had the Irish crowd, uh, crowd behind us at Obi Clark's. Curbs offered to buy a bucket of beers for any table after the time, every time the Blues scored. And I just kind of, I felt the moment. Listen, when I was in Boston, uh, we have lines down the street at Connor Larkins and all the Irish pubs. I mean, it's 7 a.m. And then the, the waiters and the owners and the managers would come out on the streets, usually a freezing Boston morning, and he, they would have a tray of these green jello shots. So I have great memories of jello shots. So, you know what? Anything for a Blues win. That's the point of this whole story, guys. That's what I'm trying to get after. I- I'm a team guy. And if I got to take a jello shop off of uh, Curbs' belly button to do that, to get a W, see, I- I'm a team first guy. It's all about those guys. You need those character guys in the locker room. I'm just trying to do my part. You had fond memories, though, of jello shots. Why are you trying to ruin them like Why this? Did you <laughs> want to vomit after a jello shot? Hey, you've never seen Curbs' belly button. You never know. Well, I've seen his face, and I can only imagine what the belly button oh, looks like. Oh, boy. I want to be very uh, clear. You, that was Alex Ferrario. <laughs> can you clip that? I'm going to need to save that. And, Alex, if you ever turn on me one of these days, I need that in my, uh, in my arsenal. Joe, Joe, you know better than you and I ever turning on each other. This is a team, this is a team thing, you and I. I know. I'm with you. No, hey, that was a great, great event last night at Obi Clark's. Uh, thanks to Jimmy and Joe out there. They did a fantastic job. The waitresses. Great crowd of people is responsible, 50%, uh, kept the capacity, which is probably hard for those people. But walking around, I think I said it to Ashley in the PNC pregame report, you never know who you're going to run to at Ovi Clark's. I'm walking by, and this old lady kind of gives me a tap on the shoulder and says, hey, Joey, from the radio? I go, yeah, I'm Joey Radio. What's going on? How can I help you? And she goes, I used to wipe your butt when you were a baby. She used to babysit me. She used to babysit me, no. and she used to change my diaper. Swear to God. Her name Nothing. was Leslie. Sweet old lady, and she's got a crush on Darren Pang. I mean, the stuff you learn at Obi Clark's, it's amazing. Nothing better than nothing better than someone walking up to you and saying, I used to wipe your butt when you were a baby. Yeah, I was like, uh, sorry about that. I didn't, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> At first, I remember, I, she, she, and then she said, when you were a baby, I was trying to think back in the last five to ten years. I didn't do anything that irresponsible. We need that much help <laughs> leaving a bar. But, no, it was when I was a baby, so it was all good to go. Joey, we always enjoy it, man. All the best. We'll talk with you again soon, my friend. Hey, I'm, I'm happy that this is the highlight of your guys' week. and highlight of my week as well. You guys are doing a fantastic job. Uh, BK and Alex, and we'll talk to you guys next week. You're the best. That's Joey, Joey Vitale here on 101 ESPN. I'm the best. Joey! So, Joey mentioned jello shots. Jello shots are the best until they're the worst. And what I mean by that is... Take it out of Curbs' belly button. You'll get there quick. That's a good point. Maybe they're they, they're just immediately the worst in that scenario. <laughs> like, if you go on a float trip, jello shots at the beginning is like, jello shot, jello shot. You get to the end, you're like, oh, God, another jello shot. <laughs> it can make for a long float, man. It sounds like my 30th birthday where I was just chanting dirty 30s nonstop and just chugging whiskey, and now the thought of whiskey just makes... Ugh. Every time. How old are you? 30. So this I was just, like a month ago? This was August. This was August. This was you August. I don't know if I... It was like a decade ago, man. No, I remember when no. I turned 30 three I, months I still, ago. That's because I still haven't recovered from that night. And now I'm like a dad. So now I can never have those nights again. So game over. He's Alex Ferrario. That's Santa Hendricks. And I'm Brandon Kylie. We'll dive into the junk drawer coming up next.